can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Heather again with Hump Days with Heather with Talking Pools Podcast. Welcome back. I hope you are liking all my little snippets. I'm trying to keep it short and sweet because everybody's busy as crap. If you want them a little longer, just let me know and I can definitely make that happen. I think everybody's time is valuable. Speaking of time, we want to know your numbers. Numbers include time. So the number one issue a lot of businesses face is not knowing your numbers, not understanding how to track your numbers. Without numbers, your business is going to fail. You have to make sure you have the correct markup, margin. Markup and margin are two totally different things. I could go on forever about that because if you don't know those difference, I highly suggest that you Google or ask your CPA. You definitely want to make sure that your margin is where it's supposed to be. You want to make sure you have a software tracking all of your numbers. You want to make sure you're inputting it. I think the number one issue in this aspect of it is nobody wants to do the bookkeeping. Everybody wants to go do the work, but nobody wants to do the bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is time consuming. It makes your head hurt if you don't know what you're looking at. If you try to pull a P&L and you're like, I have no idea what the hell this means, or your numbers are all over the place because you haven't entered in six months, you're not going to know where to put your margin and your markup at especially with all of the rising costs going on right now. I have had to help some other companies increase their costs because I'm like, I know you're charging me this and I know that's not accurate because I know what your numbers are because we've sat down and we've gone over those. Instead of charging me $1,200, I'm going to up your cost to me at 18 because I know you need to make money as well. You want to make sure that you are staying on top of your prices at your suppliers if you have a software that it auto syncs in and it syncs in your accounting software, that's amazing. But if you don't, every estimate that we send out, the first thing that I go in and I check, because all of my items are entered into QuickBooks. That's what I currently use. I use desktop QuickBooks. I hate QuickBooks Online because it doesn't give you your margin on that estimate itself. And it doesn't give you what that cost is as you're pulling that estimate up. Desktop does. Desktop has some bad. Desktop has some good. Bad with desktop for me, QuickBooks, is you can't you can't do it on the go. So a lot of you smaller companies that are just doing it yourself, you want to be able to pop that estimate out right there on the job site. Unfortunately, with QuickBooks Go, you can't, or online, you can't do that. Or you can do that, but you can't see your margins because at the end of that estimate, it doesn't tell you. If you love this customer and you want to give a 10% discount, you have no idea what that margin is at the bottom. With desktop, you can. What I love about knowing your numbers as well is say you have a client, like I have a client right now that just spent $50,000 with us. That is definitely not my margin. My margin on that's about 20%, 15 to 20%. But with that, I gave her a complete LED lights for free. 
because she spent a ton of money with us and she's a single mom and she spent all of her savings for the last two years from COVID into that. And the only reason I know I was able to do that is because my margin was well enough that I would still make the profit number that I need to be able to give her that. If you don't know your numbers, you can't give employees increases in pay. You can't give bonuses. You can't do end of year parties. You can't have a profit at the end of the year. You always want to show a profit on a business. If a business says that they're showing negative, you need to run the other way. If your CPA is showing that you are doing a negative, you need to run the other way. Because what that's going to entail for you is it's not going to allow you to purchase stuff. As a small business owner, you have to show a profit. You can't go buy a house. You can't go buy equipment. You can't go get a business loan. If you're showing negative, they're going to look at the last two years of your of your P&Ls, your numbers, to see if you're a profitable business. And if you're not profitable, they're going to deny you all day long. There is another form that you can check that we do as a company. It's called Profit First for Contractors. So what that does is it helps eliminate you. You get somebody to run an analysis on. I do not suggest doing this yourself because there's a lot of numbers that go in it. And before you can run the proper analysis, you have to know your numbers. You've got to be able to have something that you've entered correctly, whether it's your tax return, preferably something much more detailed than that, because that way you can go back and see if you've messed up where you've put whatever you've put in there. So what Profit First does for contractors, and there's a book on it as well, you Let's say a job is is $100, okay? And of that $100, $50 of that is your is your material and your labor cost. So you're going to move that $50 over into your material and your labor cost bank account and you need about 5 to 6 bank accounts. Um and yes, I have 5 to 6 bank accounts with this to help know my numbers and know where we're at. So you're going to take that $50 and you're going to move it into your um you're going to divide it. So I divide mine between my material cost and my employee cost. So I take that $50, let's say 25 is material and 25 is employee just for round numbers. So I move 25 into material cost with the taxes and then I move 25 into employee cost. Then you're going to take a percentage of that employee cost because we all pay taxes on employees, right? As a business, not what you withhold from the employee payroll, then you're going to move that into the taxes for your quarterly taxes of that. Then you're going to take that remainder $50 of that hundred because that is now quote unquote your profit, right? But it's not technically your profit. You still have overhead, you have insurance, you have trucks, you have gas, you have maintenance. So what this profit first does is it takes all of those costs and then it says, okay, after all these costs are done for every dollar you make, X percentage goes into your overhead expense expenses that covers your payroll that not your payroll but that covers your taxes for the end of the year that covers your truck maintenance that covers your whatever you have as an expense for a business for me every expense that goes out the door that's what that is that's my that's my phones that's my marketing that is my insurance that is my overhead basically in general overhead then with profit first, you take a percentage of that. So my percentage that I put back into me is going to be 25% is what I have for me. 25% of that $50 is going to go into a, so that's $12.50, right? So it's not a lot. So that's going to go into a profit account. That's what I get at the end of the 
year or quarter or whatever you want to do. And there's another percentage that goes into it as well. That's actually for my payroll, because as a business owner, right, you have to make money. So it depends on how you want set up. There's multiple ways to do that. And so that system will definitely help you with your numbers because at the end of the end of the week in which I'm hoping you're checking it at the end of the week, every week, because you've got to know your numbers, you can say, okay, my book says I should have this amount over here, but I don't. So because I had to borrow from this account over to this account to pay this. Why did I have to do that? What happened? Because if you are borrowing from other jobs, your margins are not where they're supposed to be. Or you need to start collecting money up front. All of my jobs get money up front. I don't touch a job without money up front because I'm a small company. I can't afford to lose $1,000, $5,000, whatever that case may be for you in your instance. If you have all the money to be able to do that, then great. But you've got to make sure you check your P's and your Q's to make sure that you understand where your numbers are and how you're doing. And if you are a visual person, definitely do the profit first because that's going to help you. When you make the allocations is what they're called, the distributions into your account, it should line up with your books. And if it doesn't, something is off. If you're too low, that tells you you need to increase prices. If you're not enough, you're going to see it in that account because seeing it in paper is totally different than actually seeing it in your bank account. Let's say you want to take the wife out to a fancy five-star Ruth Chris dinner that's going to cost you $300. But in your account for your payroll for yourself, that's your play money, your savings or whatever you choose to use it for, you've only got 150 bucks. Well, shit, you can't do that. So guess what you have to do? You have to go back in and adjust your numbers. You've got to go back in and change your markups. You've got to go back in and change everything about your business scale on that to be able to increase your profit. Because let's say that you didn't check SEP's account for two weeks and your prices increased and you didn't know that. And they're just, you're on net 30 or you're running your card and you're not checking that because you don't check it. That's not a good thing. You've got to stay on top of your numbers. Okay. So with SCP stuff, everything that runs through SCP, we are checking everything that comes through SCP. As soon as that card gets ran or my net 30 gets ran, um, I actually pulled all my net 30s because I was doing that and that got us in a lot of trouble, right? So I pulled all of my net 30s. If I don't have the money in the account, we don't need it. And I look at that as my personal side as well. You want to check those. And I have caught where our prices have gone up and I'm either calling my rep like, hey, why did this go up? Like my T104Ms, those go through the roof. I can go get it at Home Depot for much cheaper but even that $5 increase for the T104Ms, increase your bottom dollar. You have got to make sure you're watching your bottom dollar for that. Well, I hope this has been helpful for y'all. And again, that's profit first for contractors. Look that up to help you, to help you stay on top of your numbers. Until next Wednesday, have an awesome day. Bye, guys.
just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 